Hi, my name is Mula and I am the host, founder and producer of Small Talk with Mula, the podcast. This is a podcast that creates awareness surrounding self-development, self-awareness, self-care and prioritizing your inner life. I am privileged to sit with the most amazing, insightful minds in the world to have transformational conversations. Join us on the journey of awakening the giant within you. And welcome to this episode on Small Talk with Mula. How are you guys doing? So on today's episode, we shall be talking walking in your masculine. I don't know about you, but I mean, I am curious about the male gender. These people are out here, not showing us emotions, doing us. We want to know, like, I want to know the cocoa on what it means, means to be a man or just exuding masculinity. And we meet today is a masculine man, and he is so packed with a lot of wisdom. And I thought that he's one of those people that would come and give us what we need to know about what a man entails. So, you guys, join me as I welcome Miracle Akman. Miracle, welcome. Hello, Mulans. I think I recently became a Mulan, so. Yeah, so welcome, <laughs> I, to, I, the yeah, welcome to the community. Yeah. Right? Um, Thank you for the compliment as well. I, mm. I, I, I think I've done my fair share of being a, mas- a masculine man. And mm. it's interesting. I'd love, I really would love to share a lot with you guys today. So. All right. You guys, hope you are waiting. I hope you are you are the verge of on your seats because this is going to be an interesting episode. So, I mean, if you're new, if you're just joining us for the first time, welcome to Small Talk with Mula. This is an amazing community that focuses on self-development and self-awareness. So, you are at the right place. And if you want to get more content on Small Talk with Mula, visit me on Small Talk with Mula at Spotify, Small Talk with Mula at Anchor, Small Talk with Mula at Instagram, and Small Talk with Mula at Facebook. So, you guys, the first segment of the show is called the Pete and the Peak segment. And the peak is the lowest point of your week, and the peak is the highest point of your week. So, Miracle, what was the peak and peak of this week? Hmm, what comes right to mind when you talk about uh, the peak of my week? I think this week, um, well, this Sunday night, I had to do a lot of ironing. I love to iron all my clothes down, you know, for the week. Mm. So, and, you know, with the, a little bit of hassle with my lights, with the light issue in my, in my house, right? So, I had to iron six hours straight i usually don't do that but i had to iron six hours straight in wow. the night from 2 a.m to like 6 7 a.m so yeah. it was really 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 um it affected me i think throughout that day and even the day after yeah and then the peak of my week is that i i got to spend a lot of time with my friends and a valuable time to be very specific yeah you get you know everybody's busy these days trying to do put their life into place and so every one of us just came together and we had a very good time it really energized me for the week so that's my peak for the week all right so i mean if you don't know i am currently seven and i'm seven at a school and <clears throat> excuse me we recently did like a test last week was test week so the peak of my week is that my students did amazingly well. They answered like most of the, the scripts were like high scores. None of them got up to 50, just 60, 80, 70, 100. There are some people that scored 100 actually. So, you I mean, I'm doing something right. <laughs> it feels good to know that I'm not just out there shouting. Yeah what is prefix suffix like i know what i'm doing and it's good to see that they know what they're doing as well so yeah that's definitely my peak um my pits hmm. i mean my pits 
it's quite hard to tell. Oh, yeah, news about that girl that was killed by her boyfriend. That really got me, like, really yeah. distorted me because in my head, I'm just like, somebody's child, somebody's angel, somebody's jewel. So, yeah, that really got me distorted. So, that would definitely be my piece. So, yeah. So the discussion of the day, walking in your masculine. I mean, I know that you are thinking, okay, why are we talking walking in your masculine? And I think the reason why this topic even sufficed is because, you know, there's all this talk about, you know, femininity and masculinity and, you know, trying to balance femininity and masculinity. And I think the, the mas- femininity is everywhere. It's in our faces. Like, everybody's talking about, you know, being a feminist and what a feminine, what femininity exudes. And me, I'm just out here trying to know what guys are doing, what guys are thinking. I'm out here trying to snoop, basically. So, yeah, Miracle, what does it mean to be masculine or exude masculine energy? Okay, um, it's a very interesting one. Mm. When you talk about, when, what, what, for me, let me speak for myself now, but I, I'm sure I'm speaking for the majority of guys out there yeah masculinity in one word is strength mm. being and when we say that most times i think women take it wrongly like hey, you want to be a macho man you want to be control man. no that's not what it means right mm. it's being strong not even for ourselves right mm. to be able to provide for those we love mm. and even those as much as we can Right. Mm. So for a man, masculinity is all about being strong, being strong enough to be a provider. Mm. And, you know, when we say provider, people think it's just money. It's not mm. just money. Yeah. You know, emotional um, um, stability, provide the space where the people around me as a man now, they are safe. Yeah. They have all they need to thrive in life. Mm. So that is what f- in my in my little definition, masculinity is, is right. It's strength. Okay. to provide for okay. those we love so so when a man uh, like walks in his or exudes masculine energy the man is you know his ability is able to do all these things yes he's he maybe he's not able to do but it he's aware. In, he's aware that this is mm. what i i am built for yeah. i think it's more about the awareness than just you know the the achievement yeah. it's not an achievement it's yeah like a process we know that this is what we are built for we're yeah. built to provide we're built to um protect protect we're built to you know just create an environment where those around us Take are safe that. and as long as we feel like we're not doing that mm. we are not in, a, in, in to us we're not complete yeah do you understand so. mm. i mean it's good to know that people that actually think they have to do these things they are people that actually think really to be honest we all as men i can tell you maybe we will not go on the 100 percent mm. gauge right but 98 to 99 percent of us we know it innately that i am a provider even if nobody tells me i am mm. supposed to do that yeah. i'm supposed to be strong for my people you, you get but you know sometimes we there's always a fault in everything yeah but fundamentally i can tell you no man needs an, a, a woman to tell him. He knows that mm. this is fundamentally who I am. Yeah. So, You know, the thing with this, um, the girl that recently passed on, yeah. the Unipod girl, the microbiology Unipod girl that was killed by her boyfriend, it, you know, it became like a public thing. Everybody was talking about it online. Mm-hmm. And there was this guy that came up and said that, I mean, he's not trying to justify what the guy the did, guy did yeah. but we we need to understand that men are pressured to go into certain things to mm. survive. Now he was like, you don't know what it feels like to walk in a man's shoes. A man is thinking, I have to get money. I have to provide for my baby. I have to provide for my needs. I have to provide for my family, my sisters, my brothers. Like a man is pressured to, you know, 
be in a position where they can provide at ease and now this guy online was just like he came online some days back i think he's a black black boy mm, i can't remember his name but i'm not about to speak <laughs> so he was like he came online some days back and he posted something and there are a lot of people saying that his house is trash you know he's wearing a dirty he's very dirty he said what well, just imagine if somebody had offered me something like that just immediately like, of course i would do it yeah because i don't want to be you know it is crippling my ego to know that people would see me in that light yeah. now so now living a generation where this thing is becoming very norm so that fingertips you can get you can, you can do you know internet fraud you can do certain things to earn yeah. what does it mean to be a man in this generation the challenges the pressure the coping mechanisms Okay, I'll say upfront before people actually begin to bite at the ears of men. Mm. What this guy is trying to say is not trying to you know justify, justify mm. what you know the scam and the, you know Yahoo Plus and all of those mm. ritual stuff, right? But um, I think what he's trying to do is to um, attack the underlying problem, mm. which is what it means to be a man in this generation, yeah. right? We may not be able to speak for our fathers as expressly as we can speak for ourselves. Mm. But what it means to be a man in this generation, right, is that um, it, it means being able, like I said, to provide. Now, yeah. in, in generations past, it was not so pronounced like it is now. Yeah. Now, we as guys, first of all, we, we know. Mm. It's like a conscious thing now. Mm. I will tell you, in the time of our fathers, with the little reading I've done, I actually did a little reading on it, they were not consciously living in the um, fact that, okay, I have to provide. Mm. Maybe because there were systems that helped them provide easily. Mm. right? But in this generation where it is so difficult to even provide for yourself, mm. a man, a, 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 an average man knows that he has to. Mm. So it's now more or less like a, a have to thing. Mm. So in this generation, a, a man is, 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 is someone who is driving to be a provider. Mm. And not just basic provision mm. being able to do it to the level to which those around us are comfortable mm. is what it means for us in the short term mm. so now the pressures where where does this come from yes the pressure comes from the from knowing that we have to do these things mm. yet we are not able to and social media doesn't make it easier yes social media doesn't make it easy <laughs> at all i think this age of social media uh, in many ways can be described as a double-edged sword yeah. Because while it makes the world one global community, right? Yeah. It mounts pressure on us because now you go online, you see another guy that's trying to that just got a car mm. or who just um got engaged, did a very elaborate wedding, do, yeah. do something that that you want oh, yeah, to I do. someone who is like way younger. Is not even up to he's not even like he's you so get. young and, and then having these things. And like, wait, what was I doing? You get. Now, so, yeah. most people think, we know, ah, those guys are doing whatever, whatever they're doing. Mm. But sometimes we ask ourselves, Me, can't I do it? Mm. Do you get? So, it's, it mounts so much pressure. I can tell you, sleepless kinds of pressure. Yeah. Most guys, they would agree with you, or mm. with what I'm saying right now, yeah. that most guys do not sleep at night. Whether bad or good. Mm. Because why? We have to provide. So, that pressure is, is what is... I can tell you, even the Uniport issue, that is the fundamental thing that is pushing guys to do this thing. Mm. There's a pressure to provide. There's a pressure to live up to that expectation that I am a man, I can take care of my home, and I can do all these things. Yeah. It's an enormous one. I yeah. think if the community as a whole would um, recognize that this thing is a reality, yeah. I think we'll be able to you know, better handle it. Okay, so the coping mechanisms. 
Yeah, copy mechanisms. I think one of the things I can actually think of very well that I do actually think of is that mm. men don't have support communities. Yeah. Check even online. I've you maybe they are, but mm. they are they are hidden. Yeah. Because people just like, what are guys gathering and doing? But we have together? like women empowerment. <laughs> we have like women praying, pray for Nigeria, pray for we, families. Do you pray get? For, like women, we have we have those things. We do. Men don't. Mm. So there is no um like a structured community where yeah. guys are geared towards building themselves. Yeah. You know, we are guys, we understand that we are going through a lot. Yeah. We are going through these pressures. No, let's not go it alone. Yeah. So there are no communities like that for men. I think one of the things I have in my heart is if I can get that community going, I, I will be very fulfilled. Yeah. You understand? That's only one anyways. One yeah. of the couple mechanisms I think of. I think secondly is that um, most of us too as guys, we are trying to run away from this masculinity. <laughs> I yeah. think that's what's giving birth to all of the yeah. gender descriptions we have. Yeah. You know, I think I'd rather be lesbian, <laughs> I'd rather be transgender, so that the gender masculinity do doesn't, doesn't yeah. suit me. I just like, duh, I'm a woman. <laughs> so, yeah. though it's a funny one, but I think it's one of the coping mechanisms that men are even coming up with now, are beginning to, um, you know, come up with. subscribe to. Yeah. But for me, one of the one the major one is that there are no supposed communities for men. Yeah. And that is putting us in a lot of deep shit that we don't want to accept. Yeah, I think we me I can you guys think about provision, right? Yes. We were out here trying to get hitched. Like we want to we want to be coughed. <laughs> we're out there trying to get our men. We're out here get scared trying to get like our husbands. Yeah. So I think for women, what provision is to you guys? Where while you guys go home, your father is asking you how far? Mm-hmm. Have you gotten a job? Yeah. What 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 is the plan? Now, for women, when we get home, it's like, okay, who are you dating? Are you guys thinking mm-hmm. of, you know, getting married? What's the plan? You know, for women, it's like, okay, we need to get coughed. We want to be in the, we want to get married, right? Yeah. So I think while you are pressured to provide, provide yeah. a woman, now I'm not speaking for every woman. And I, I mean, this is just one of the reasons, one of the things that we feel pressured to do, mm-hmm. either be in a relation, the African community, either being in a relationship or being married, right? Yeah. It's like your parents are telling you, you have, when are you getting married? You have a biological clock. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not as if we don't know, like we know. And, you know, we're out there trying to get the, the best of the best, right? Yeah. So now, one thing I would say that, you know, it could be a coping mechanism. And you would tell me if this works for guys. Mm-hmm. Now, for girls, if you could just have our parents turn it down a notch. Because, I mean, you cannot call me every single day and tell me, you need, how far? Have you gotten a husband? Mm-hmm. Have you done this one? It could be very tiring. However, don't completely shut up. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you, yes. if you don't say anything at all, then I'll feel like, okay. I get married at 40 and I'm fine. I will turn away all the guys. Because, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. Now... If we could just have parents who just find a way to, you know, balance saying these things and not seeing you all, all the time. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, there are girls that would say stuff like their parents to call them home for money. Yeah. That's why they would go into certain things they should not even be in yeah. because they want to provide for their parents, mm-hmm. right? So if our parents, our parents could actually help us cope with this thing, like try not to be too much of a nag about it. Um, yes, I think um, that's a very good one. Mm. Um, like I said, the, the man on his own, he has put himself under that pressure mm. that I have to do this. And um, in as much as, yes, we're, we are more centric to the African community and all of that, mm. I think even those from outside of the African community can gain. Mm. But majorly for us here, let's, let's face our truth, right? Mm. The average young man is under pressure. But if you check back, why is he like that? Because we, I, I think um, 
for the guys, right? One of the things you will find out is that this pressure that we're talking about, more, more of it is even from us. Because like I told you, it's a natural thing. It's a, it's mm. a genetically um, inherent thing, right? So yeah. where the guy wants to provide and whatever is stopping him is, is from doing just that, is going to be mounting pressure on him. Now, coping with it, you know, our parents, even if they don't say it, we would still, you know, feel that pressure. Mm. But I think like you said, this one is also a double-edged sword. Mm. If they turn it down too much, mm. it's going to become a problem because you're going to raise complacent guys. Yeah, I've True. met them in my life. They are so complacent because their parents, mommy says things are fine, daddy is giving him all the money he needs. Even, yeah. if, even when daddy is not giving him all the money he needs, there's nobody pushing him to go and get his own apartment. Yeah. There's nobody pushing him to, to, you know, get serious with your life. What are you, what are you pursuing? Mm. You get, do something. Yeah. While on the other hand, there are those who eat like coals of fire and brimstone. Yeah. Get out of this place. Go and do something. And you know, it's it's it really creates distorted men. Yeah. So too much on both sides is going to be a, a problem. Yeah. So if if this is now talking about helping us cope, if you want, if parents can help us cope because we and value their opinions. Are, our babes. are you guys babes? Yeah. Okay. See our I babes. Want, you are I not want, a man I yet. Want, but. I want to buy it. <laughs> Yes, yeah. those we love generally, Seth. Those we love generally, because it could even be your, your sisters, your yes, brothers. Yes, because we value their opinion. Yeah. Even when we look like, uh, I don't care, forget we do care. Yeah. So if you can turn it down a notch, but don't turn it down completely. Yeah. Do it in a way you, where you validate. Uh, I think you use the sandwich method. Just validate and then tell us what we, the, the reality is and then still validate. Yes. You, Ooh, that way. Bread. Yes, you know, cabbage, put your jam and then... Uh, Bread. bread on top so you know by the time you do that it's mm. going to be easier for us to, we know you're doing it out of love and not out of spite so mm. yeah oh okay and then there is god that one papa is... j <laughs> <laughs> then there is papa yeah, j there's, there's that one it is i think this week one of the things that kept me going is that i could just go back and tell god i'm tired yeah. <laughs> like i'm i have a lot to do i'm so tired yeah. Like, when do I get to stop this? And yeah. then I still remember scriptures where it's like, you know, our Heavenly Father is always there for us. Mm. You get? So that one is, is non-negotiable. Every guy out there, I'll say it without apology. If you're not in tune with God, ha, I, I don't know anything you call God. But for me, you know, I'm a Christian, so I would, I would always be expressive of that. Yeah. If you're not in tune with God, whether you're a Muslim, being in tune with Allah, whether you're a Christian, being in tune with God, mm. you, you, you are missing out on something. Yeah. Because that's when you know you are not the ultimate, um, you are not the, the, the highest of the food chain, on the food chain. I would mm. I call it food chain, no. But you're not the Lord of yourself. Mm. There is God who created you. And he has chosen to relate with us as a father, mm. which you are trying to be. I think mm. the best place to learn that, learn to be the best kind of man is mm. from him. Mm. So that one is the, is the number one coping mechanism that mm. every one of us need to have. Whether we're told or not, you need yeah. to have that. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So, and there's a thing where people just... Okay. Now, before now, I, I, one of the episodes, I said I prefer better meals to alpha meals okay, right. now when i did a deep research because i had people asking me uh -uh, why <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, i was asking you like uh -uh, what happened with you who scared you now the reason it was because now 
The alpha males that said they were, uh, they were alpha males came off to me as toxic males. Mm-hmm. For me, I felt they were toxic males. Now, when I had like proper orientation on what on, on like who a man is and what he should do and all these things, I got to understand. Okay, oh okay, alpha males are not as bad as I think, right? They are not. Bad at all. Are not I mean, okay, they are not bad at all. <laughs> but then there are people that are out there seeing the alpha males. You know, as an alpha male, you have to you know exude your your masculinity. They cannot speak down on you. Mm-hmm. You cannot. I mean, your it's either your way or the highway. Eh, person has to be you know silent. Person crumble. The person is like. Uh-uh. We are, we, are, we are mother's children. What's <laughs> happening? Right. So I, I came up with the whole, I need, I mean, better meals. Because if, if alpha meals are going to be toxic like this, then it has to be. Then I'll prefer a better meal to an alpha meal. Now, there is there are people who are exuding toxic masculinity okay. and calling it masculinity. And then yeah. pushing it down to being an alpha male. Yeah. So what's the difference between toxic masculinity and masculinity? Real thing, right? Okay, I think first of all, I would love to debunk that thing that alpha males are toxic. Like, no, that's no, because that's what for, that's what that's they are making the loudest noise. Yes. So first of all, I think disclaimer, right? Any guy who comes up and says he's an alpha male is usually not gets because mm. um, they are just trying to be it. Mm. Now, in in the real sense, right? What mm. an alpha male is is that guy who has embraced his masculinity, mm. right? And then he's doing everything right. Mm. Not even say everything right, but he's doing everything to enhance his masculinity. Mm. Now, remember, we, we one one thing we see, the bedrock of masculinity is that you are able to create a safe space mm. for the people around you, provide for them mm. in every way. Yeah. Now, an alpha male is that guy that has been able to do that to a level mm. that. Um, He's able to provide to a level yeah. emotionally, mentally, and all of that. So if you see a guy who says he's alpha male and you're not emotionally secure around him, you're not, um, um, he cannot give you financial security. Mm-hmm. He cannot, um, you know, create a safe mental space for you. He's yeah. not, and that's a toxic, yeah. um, let me use the word, you use, like um, that's toxic masculinity. Yeah. Do you understand? So a real masculine man, is not toxic because he knows creating this space is a lot of work. Yeah. It's not something you brag about because yeah. you know you never arrive at the higher there's no highest point in this thing. Mm. So if you come and say I'm an alpha male, where have you gotten to? <laughs> Do you get? Because mm. you still see guys ahead of you mm. that are doing far more better than you're doing. Mm. You get for instance a guy who has his family in check and then still has a foundation of a, a hundred, two hundred children that he's taking care of. Mm. My brother you that you're just taking care of two, three children in your own house. Mm. You are you are an alpha male quite alright, but that's not the peak of being an alpha male because there's somebody doing mm. who is who has been able to expand the capacity of his masculinity mm. to accommodate So the difference is is this, right? Mm. Toxic masculinity does not achieve masculinity. It's mm. a self-centered thing. Mm. So it's more about him than it than it is about those he loves. Yeah. So that is the toxicity in it. He may be doing everything and it looks like um you know, I'm a man, I'm being aggressive. Mm. I'm, those even go f- as far as, you know, hitting a woman mm. just to prove that I'm the man. Yeah. All of those this, he's, try, he's, all he's trying to achieve guys. this yeah. same thing, but he will never achieve it because that's not what, how real masculinity works. Yeah. Real masculinity is all about going all out for others. Mm. Because do you know why? You don't have to ask them to come back for you. They will always come back to have your back. Mm. 
Yeah. You get that's why you see certain women who have experienced real masculinity, they don't let their guys go easily. Yeah, true. they don't. Mm. I can tell you, they don't let their yeah. guys go easily. Because so, it's like I can relax. You, he has it. He's, he has got it. Do you get? Yeah. So he, he, why he may not have all the money that you think the, the man should have in the world, but he has created that safe space yeah. such that she can. She knows in this space I can grow in every way. Yeah. Do you understand? So yeah. toxic masculinity does not do, does not do that. Yeah. And I, as as a guy, I frown against. And I can tell you, in our generation, guys are beginning to frown against it openly. Before it wasn't, you know, when we hear a guy has done something horrible to a woman, mm. every other guy just bows his head because we don't want to, you know, um, look like we're, we're hitting that another man. Mm. But now I love the fact that once a guy says, "I go beat this," you know, try to say, "I don't rush you." We we'll, we'll rush you. It was like who. You know, no matter how wrong she is, mm. we're now embracing the fact that, okay, real masculinity will not hit a woman, so walk yeah. away. Thank God for modern masculinity. That's, that's what masculinity in this generation is. Yeah. And it excites me so much because we're not the beasts that, you know, that we used, we that we used, used to, to be. be. Yeah. They used to be. Yeah. yeah. So. And the reason why I really appreciate the modern day masculinity is the fact that now men are able to be, I mean, I mean, I don't I mean, I can't speak for all men because I mean, I'm a girl out here trying to talk about all men. I mean, from what I see, I mean, I see men that are able to express themselves. I mean, if you're able to talk, it's not so bad for you to talk. Yeah. I mean, I've, I don't know about I me, mean, other people, but, and it could be different for relationships, but yeah. I have, I have friends who are able to speak to me about things. You know, they've been expressive about the deep, deep things. Even, you know, even my brothers or my relatives, they're able to talk to me. Mm. And for me, it's like these things were frowned upon before. Before, yes. and you know, one of the things that you know then was being masculine was just being stoic, mm. not showing emotions at all. Mm-hmm. I cannot speak to anybody. Mm-hmm. I can't, you know, share the tear here and there. I mean, I'm not mm, okay. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't share it here and there, and I can't, you know, express myself. But it's good to yeah. see that people are actually expressing themselves Man, more, yeah. and they are able to speak about themselves more. And it's it's almost like the truth is, I mean, I've been in situations. I watched Creed now, Creed Part Three, and one of the things that really struck me was when Michael B. Jordan was, you know, grew up in a, in a foster home. Mm-hmm. His wife didn't even know. Can you imagine? these guys are ready to hide everything like yeah like he i think for him it's like he's never ready to relieve that past now somebody from his past came in and he brought back those memories again and his wife was on his neck tell me tell me tell me he didn't want to see anything it got to a point where his his mom died and then he came on his own mm-hmm. he didn't say everything word for word but one line he used <laughs> one line to explain that okay this is what happened. I was in a foster home. I was maltreated. Shit went down. This guy took a fall for me. Now, there are girls. I mean, I'm part of those girls. I'll be like, okay, what happened? Why? Yeah, and then the guys... <laughs> make it. You see, that's the thing. I think we need to appreciate... Um, men for seeing certain things. Men for the measures we're having taken now to, you know, express certain level of femininity. Mm. You know, you know, there's always going to be where mm. we need to balance it because... That's one of the things we need the most. We need to know that while we're, pro- we're providing all that you need, you're also, we can also, you know, count on you, count on you. to just listen sometimes and not ask so much questions. Did you get what do you want that's, to know? That's one thing. We, <laughs> now, men don't tell you stuff because they want you to know, it's because they trust you. 
Oh, okay. So it's, it's a trust thing. It's not a I want to know thing. Mm. Women always are always, I want to know, I want to know, I want to know. So what's they, they the, tell themselves everything. But for us as guys, we only tell you things when we trust you. And when we trust that, we could get the solution together. Okay. Do you understand? I mean, Men are driven by solutions. So we want to get solutions. To get but the solution, we want to know more. And most times, we don't want you to give us solutions. We just want you to listen. listen. Sponge, in talking say. to you, we generate solutions. Oh, okay. And not even just in talking to women, in talking to ourselves, oh, we generate know? solutions. Okay, even in the scene, the creed scene where he spoke to his wife. Now, his wife now asked him, so what do you plan to do? He already, did he, get, he would generate that He now said, I plan to fight this guy. <laughs> she now said, okay, you can fight. I'm just imagining me now. If you tell me in that scene, I'm like, she grew up in a foster home and you did not tell me. <laughs> yeah, you make the man lock up. Actually. And then he's like, here we go again. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, that defeats his, the purpose of what we're trying to do, which is yeah. creating sex for you. I think, I think for girls, we, I think, I yeah. mean, for ladies, we need to, see, this is the reason why I feel like this episode is very important because yeah. we need to actually understand the male gender mm-hmm. so we can know how to navigate these things. It's like, okay, if, if a guy is coming up to tell you all these things, then, I mean, you have to zip it a little. I mean, I'm going to learn. Because me, I'm like, I'm, I have like a list it. of questions. Just listen first. I'm coming with a list of questions like, okay, so why? Why? What happened? Why didn't you tell me though? That, that becomes judgmental. And ah. up. That's it. When you do that, the guy just shuts down on you like, okay, I just wanted to trust you in this thing. Now you're judging me. He has already judged himself. Don't do the second judgment. Okay. Alright, so what is, um, what does, what do you think? Okay, the thing now is, there are so many men living in their masculine mm-hmm. i mean and then okay so when i came up with this whole better male and alpha male thing i yeah. got to understand okay better males are this and alpha males are this i said to drop all of that title i'm not mm-hmm. labeling anything mm-hmm. now for me my thing is i like it when a man is able to be masculine and also being able to exude some feminine traits mm-hmm. like being empathic being caring being attentive let me know you are actually listening yeah because you're a man doesn't mean you're too busy to listen to what i have to say yeah. being attentive being loving being caring being nurturing i should while i'm not like don't i cannot pop around an empty cup mm-hmm. maybe nurturing for me could be providing for me right yeah. now i feel like it could be different for different women right yeah. so now and I think that women also, we can't pour from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. We need to pour from a very full cup. Mm-hmm. So how does a man balance femininity, masculinity and femininity? Okay. Um, more, of, more of that now is in our time. Is that, um, like I said, we used to have a toxic definition of an alpha male, this guy mm-hmm. who is emotionless and, you know, so aggressive, trying to control everything. Right, so where the balance comes in, I think they will tell you that most alpha males, mm. most um, beta males, like they label it, mm. are more feminine, they are too caring, they are too... Mm. Nah. Now we are finding that balance where we know, in one word I would say, a, 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 as guys, where we balance it out is that we, are, we need to allow ourselves to be vulnerable sometimes. Mm. A man, that, that word vulnerability, you know, scares men. Mm. Because it's like I'm opening my all before you, and I don't know what I'm going to get in return. Yeah. Right? But even regardless of what we get in return, it shouldn't be f- for the woman or mm. for those we love. No, it's for us. Mm. Because you get to, you know, relieve certain things. 
ease out certain things. So for in a, in a nutshell, to balance out, you know, some some of our feminine the feminine and masculine you know traits in ourselves. It's just men should allow themselves to be vulnerable sometimes, not because of whoever you're talking to, whether you're married or in a relationship or whatever. It's not because of them. It's for you. Relieve yourself. You know, sometimes talk mm. so that. They hurt you, tell them, mm. or you there's something going on that you, you can't handle by yourself, mm. just tell them. In the like I said, in the talking process, we usually get solutions, mm. you understand, and we're going to solve the issue. You get so, yeah, yeah. if we are able to allow ourselves mm. be vulnerable, I think that's the, that's the only balance we even need, yeah. Seriously. Okay, all right, yeah. So, now the thing is, while we're here trying to balance masculinity and femininity, you still have to show up in a relationship for women. Now, yeah. now the thing is, now I'm going to speak for from what like men would want from from what I think girls would want from a masculine man. Okay, I think for me, I would say that girls just want to be comfortable. Okay. First of all, we're not even we're not we're not we're not designed. To come out to be walking up and down in nine to five. We're designed to come on it and help people and be and relax. You are beginning to know that. However, the world is such that, you know, if you don't fend for yourself, mm-hmm. you know, the world is becoming so difficult now that, you know, earning money is becoming such a hassle. Like people are really yeah. going all out trying to gain money. Mm-hmm. Now women are actually conditioned to actually start up now and start looking for money for themselves, right? Mm-hmm. So that they can actually assist, bring something to the table. Yeah. Right. So if a woman, a woman needs to know that her man sees her. Like, you okay, while you are doing these things, I need to know that you see me. I told me, ah, well done for doing this thing mm-hmm. too. Or just see me, like know me, mm-hmm. being able to, you know, show up knowing me. And you need to create a space where she can be herself. Yeah. Because when a woman is out here trying to win the men in her office, when she gets home, she just wants to be a girl. Yes. She wants to be a girl. She does, and I feel like if 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 men should be able to create a space where no man gets some, she can just be a girl. So like okay, <laughs> okay, people was work too. You ma, baby, I was work. <laughs> okay, what are we going to eat? Okay, maybe baby, not in that tone. Okay, maybe not in that tone. <laughs> maybe not in that tone, right? Yeah. What are we going to eat? Baby, what do you want to eat? Maybe a girl come back. Mm-hmm. Baby, what do you want to eat? Mm. Okay, I can eat what you can eat. Probably because I went to work. I'm tired. So, yeah, okay, I can tired. eat what you can eat. I can eat what you can make. Because I'm I get that you are tired. Or, right. or if you come back early, please help us out in the kitchen, guys. Yeah, I, I know. You, 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 women have been having that or like, sometimes just make dinner. You know, surprise me. That's surprise me, guys. Me. You know, it doesn't occur to us like naturally. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's something we're learning. And I think women need to also understand. Be we're patient. learning this thing. Be patient. You know? like, we will not get to the, the chef level all of a sudden. Yeah. But I, I can tell you, most of the guys that, uh, that in my clique, mm. they're beginning to get into these things yeah and you know what because we're seeing the results we're mm-hmm. seeing more loyal women yeah. we're getting most more um i'm going to say submissive in terms of because people term submissive to be something else but uh, mm-hmm. more women who are willing to go all out for their for for us that's what we want so you get but now not so many of us know these yeah. things create that space where create an energy where she can actually come and mm-hmm. see what she wants to see without yeah. being judged she should come home and tell you something without you slamming at every given thing yes. like she should be able to be comfortable around you. It's not just, you know, kisses here and there. Like, she should be able to know that, okay, I can actually tell. And it should be such that, okay, let's say you, somebody tells you something about her. Mm. And I know she, she, it can never be her. Of course. Or let's say 
you can already tell what she's going to do when she walks in. I feel mm-hmm. like one of the beautiful things that girls or women like is the fact that, you know, your husband actually knows you. Yeah. Like, your person, they know you. Mm-hmm. That's very beautiful. And I think if men are able to create this piece where women can come in and just exude their femininity, I can, you know, show up to work when I want to. And I know you got the bill. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> seriously, we want we are actually driving to get to that. I mean, we want that. That's where I want to get to. Me, I want it to be you such know, that if I don't go to work, we're not going to start. It's an option, of course, yes. But I think one of the last things I'll actually say about that is that we are learning these things. Yeah, do you understand? Like I said, being a man in this generation, it's becoming a conscious thing for us that we know. We need to do these things. Yeah. We need to provide for our women. Like I said, not just financially, emotionally, mentally. Yeah. Give her a safe space to be able to pray in the night yeah. and, and not feel like she's disturbing you. Yeah. You know? And then let her come back from work and see that, okay, you've gone, to, even if you didn't prepare the dinner, you went to order something. Yeah. And then give her, relieve some it's stress. Like, okay, you come, stop pounding at me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, 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 I can tell you, in our time, that was the in thing. this 21st generation, it's, it's no longer different. the thing. Yes, Guys, no this catch up. Most of us have actually catch up, but for as many of us who have, we're still trying to catch up. Do you know there was something? One of the things that really, really struck me was the whole Timida Kolo and his wife situation. Mm. When his wife came out and said that she was raped, I see. There's like I don't know. I had like my my respect for Timmy mm. went from fifty to one million. Mm-mm. I'm not wow. joking because for me I was like to be able to do this thing really? and have your husband have your backing. Yes. Timmy went, like, he came publicly and said, yes, it happened. Mm-hmm. Yes, my wife was traumatized. Yes, mm-hmm. this is what happened. Till today, Timmy still defends his wife mm-hmm. of, about what had happened, and he yeah. believes that that was the situation. Yeah. The only reason why that woman felt safe enough to go and say that mm-hmm. in online was because she knew that her husband had her back in, mm-hmm. and she knew that she could, she was safe with her husband. Yeah. See, you guys, it's create that safe space so that we can actually be ourselves. Mm-hmm. All right, well, so, that. random <laughs> questions. Okay. What movie or show do you keep rewatching? Hmm, okay. I... <laughs> not say Titanic, but of you. course not. I was never a fan of Titanic. Really? It cringes me out. Oh. Okay, really? let me go to my. Let's not go to Titanic. <laughs> because I, I just finished watching Legend of the Seeker. Whoa. Again. Again. And I think this is like the fourth or fifth time I'm watching it. Jesus. Christ. And it doesn't just. It, it, it's not. It doesn't get old. Do you know what? Do you know what? I always think of when I think of Legend of Zika. What? Lady, lady, lady confessor. Mother yeah, confessor. Of course, every woman would think of that. Mother confessor's dress is white. How many times you had to wash that dress? <laughs> like, only God knows this. Okay, no, she has they a green one. Mouth. She has another one, a green one. There's a green one too. Yes, there's a green one. Oh, boy. They are <laughs> Detergents. I mean, to wash it. Come on, don't slam my favorite over shoe like that. And don't. Over. Don't do that. Because Mother confessor has to do a lot of things. Enter water. Walk in the mud. So that dress mm-hmm. was always dirty. <laughs> so yeah, I can I can see that. Okay, so there was something I came up with online. I said, if you were to go to the market mm-hmm. and your mother and your wife was no. meant to follow you, who is in the front seat? Oh, who is in the front seat? This is attack. No, no, you're attacking me right now. <laughs> who would sit in the front front seat? Um, wow. Um, okay, if I, if I were to answer specifically to me, right? Mm. If I see that that front seat is a tussle, mm. most times I'll just allow my wife to drive and I sit in the front seat. Okay. Yes. Do you know what I was about to say? There was this guy that said to me, Oh, when I go to the back seat, too. But then, Seriously, but then I'll be in the front seat. I'd be in the back seat, I'd be in the driver's seat. Because I know 
Um, if it were, if she's my mother, she would not drag with me sitting in front. Yeah. But I think where the tussle might be is in. Yeah. Um, my wife sitting in front when she's there. Yeah. So if my wife is driving, hopefully I know my mom doesn't drive now. Yeah. If my mother drives, I think that would be another issue. But since maybe that's not the problem with me, mm. right? Then I sit in front. My wife drives. I'm yeah. sitting at the back. Well, I sit at the back. I'm on, both of them fight themselves to death in front. In front. <laughs> you just leave them to, to, to fight yeah. themselves. There's a guy that said, I beg, I beg, I don't have energy. It's not me they're going to kill. Mm-hmm. I'll sit behind. Don't worry, people should drive me to the market. <laughs> drive me to the market. Me, I feel like I, I don't even care about the front seat. I can afford to sit behind. Mm-hmm. However, because if it was my mom now, for instance, yeah. My, my mom is definitely sitting in front because my mom likes to talk. She's mm-hmm. such a conversationalist. So my mom is always about bonding time. I want to bond. I want to bond. So want, please, let me sit in front. If you want to bond, bond yes. away with your with my husband or whoever. Because I'm not even about to. So just imagine that somebody. I I really don't mind. I can sit behind. Mm-hmm. But then if it is your sister. She's going, no, she's going behind. She's going behind. She definitely knows her place. Come on. She definitely. definitely her place. Mm, mm, mm. I think the fact is mostly between mother in law and um, daughter in law. So All right. All right, guys. So thank you so much, Miracle. Thank you very much for having me. I had a good time. I had a good time too. And I learned a lot too, though. Uh-uh. <laughs> so, this is me being very much a guy. I learned a lot, seriously. Yeah. All right. It's good to talk to you. Thank you. All right, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Please follow me on all my social media platforms, Small Talking Mola at Anchor, Small Talking Mola at Facebook, Small Talking Mola at Instagram, and Small Talking Mola at Spotify. Bye!